0: Hey everyone, I'm Megan Teets, and this is Extra Awesome, a series of bonus episodes from Sorta Awesome, designed to bring even more awesome into your life. Today's episode features Jerusalem Jackson Greer, author of A Homemade Life, The Blessing of Cooking, Crafting, and Coming Together. Jerusalem works full-time outside of the home, and she is here today to share some insights on celebrating summer as a family when you are a working mom. This is a great follow-up conversation after Sorta Awesome Episode 60, All the Awesome for Summer 2016. I think you're going to love Jerusalem's practical tips on setting yourself up for a wonderful season with your family as you balance family time with work time through the summer months. Hello awesomes! I am thrilled to welcome to this episode of Extra Awesome author and blogger Jerusalem Greer. Now, most of you all know Jerusalem already from episode 36 last November when she came on as a guest co-host and we talked all about her life on a working farm as well as getting ready for the Advent season. Well, After episode 60 of Sorta Awesome came out, Jerusalem got in touch with me to start a conversation about how very different summers can be for moms who are working through the summer as opposed to moms who are at home with their kiddos. And the more we talked about it, the more I realized this would be a great episode of Extra Awesome. So Jerusalem agreed to sit down with me so we can talk through some of this today. So Jerusalem, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's so
1: fun to be back.
0: So glad that you have time to do this today. So this turned into such an interesting conversation. And one thing that you started out telling me is how you have been really on all ends of the spectrum when it comes to parenting stuff. You've been on one end and now you're on the other. So tell us a little bit about your history with that.
1: So my oldest is about to be 16. So we're looking at about 16 years of doing this now. When he was first born, I just thought I was going to be the classic stay-at-home homeschooling granola mom. Like, that was my plan. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And like most plans in my life, that did not happen the way I thought. It wasn't for me for a lot of reasons. But I did stay home with him when he was little. Then I started doing some interior design work slowly by the time I had my second child. I was working from home two or three days a week uh, or out of the home, you know, just like in Mother's Day out hours. So that I was home, but I was working doing interior design work with another designer and doing that sort of thing. Well, then the bottom fell out of the economy, the housing market. So I had to shift gears a little bit. Etsy was kind of really big, like it had just kind of exploded at that time. And so I was pretty much solely working from home as a craft artist, making things, Uh selling things, shipping things. Um, and my life was just all about, you know, mass production, yes. <laughs> planners, right? Like I was a one-woman factory. Um, so I did that for a couple of years. Well, then my youngest was old enough to enter school and I had accrued some debt through my design business and just not being very wise with my money. And I really needed to take care of that. So I went to work part-time at our local library. So then I was a part-time out of the home. Yes. a <laughs> And I did that until I got a job at my boys' school, where then originally was part-time, and that involved into a full-time job but I was on a school schedule so then I was kind of doing the full-time nine months out of the year but still pretty much on their schedule with a few exceptions of those you know when you have to get the teachers have to go back like a week or two early and the support staff would have to go in too so pretty much a school schedule with a little bit of interruption you know that I'd kind of have to figure out child care for now I am a full-time family minister at a church which is a full-time job yes the hours are definitely more flexible than a lot of jobs. But there still is, you know, expectation of some office hours. And when you're in ministry, you're a little bit on call. So that's a whole different ballgame. My children are older. So that is helpful in some ways. But last year was the first year that that happened. And it was after five years of school summers, being this completely full time working through the summer thing was a complete shocker. So yes, I have kind of done every version you have then, uh, a working mom non-working mom thing that you could do you
0: genuinely have been at every <laughs> point along the yeah. way you've been full-time stay at home full-time work at home work yeah. outside the home all of the things so all the things you yeah. have <laughs> experienced summer in lots of different ways with your kids yes. so i know that um, this going back to work full-time in ministry this is yeah. this is a fairly recent development right. for you right. and for your family so, having gone through a, a couple of summers of that and, and kind of making that transition, I would really love to hear from you. What are some of the things that you've kind of experimented with that just did not work out as well as you had hoped they were going to?
1: Well, the number one thing that did not work out well was not having a plan, <laughs> thinking it would be just another. Summer. It really took me, the first one, took me completely by surprise. I don't think I realized how much I had come to depend on an easy summer, not just for the kids, but for myself. My psyche and my body and my soul really digs into yearly rhythms. I mean, I guess that's why I wrote a whole book on it. I need rhythm and predictable, not schedules, but rhythms. I, I really need kind of a flow. And I had really come to depend on summer as kind of this mellow flow. And we were about a month into it and I was losing my mind because this was not mellow. So my kids are at the time, we're about 15, just turning 15 and 11 boys And coming home to, like, a disaster of a house, no food left in the refrigerator, (laughs) zombies from the screens all day, and, and, you know, like, the pets not even having been fed. I mean, just. (laughs) Right. You know, like they had just lost their minds and and all sense of responsibility. And it just hadn't occurred to me that that it would be that way. And I wasn't prepared for how stressed out that would make me to come home and have to be on it as far as getting on to them about everything. You know, you walk in from work, even if it's a good day, it's work. And so you just you don't want to come home to a bomb having gone off or no food. Like I would go to cook something and they would have used it for lunch.
0: (laughs) I can only imagine, yes. Yeah,
1: and we live in the country, so it's not like the grocery store, Kroger, or whatever is two minutes away. I mean, it's a 10-minute, 15-minute investment just in driving to go replace, you know, the sour cream that you use, so... (laughs) 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 when you made, you know, your 10 quesadillas, you used up all the tortillas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because growing boys will eat whatever is in front of them if unmonitored. So that was one of the big ones. And just then also wrestling with the guilt of not being with them. Because I had always been with them partially, at least a few weeks, three or four weeks where we were solidly together and not having that. And so not planning for together time, coming home, being exhausted, being frustrated. I just felt like I I spent the whole summer yelling, or being harried, and being cranky with everyone. Right. Yeah. 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 So that first summer was not. Um. That that was not great.
0: (laughs) Right. So there was a lot of transition to kind of work through and figure out. Okay, this is what it's going to look like to be working through the summer. Another thing that you and I had kind of touched on a little bit that I honestly had not thought about because of my experience with being at home either working or you know just being full-time stay-at-home mom was yeah. the dent in your family fund budget that childcare makes during this summer yes
1: yes there was one summer where I was working for the other designer and so I had one school-aged child and one mother's day out age child and I was used to paying for the mother's day out child to have childcare when I work but I was not used to paying for the school age child and that was just two or three days partial days not full nine you know eight to five seven to six whatever Um, kind of childcare. And so but even at that point, especially in our finances, that was still a huge chunk. And so you would see all these people going on vacations and doing fun things. And I'm just trying to still be able to earn a living. And so if you have school aged children who you're not already paying tuition at a private school or, you know, childcare for, and then all of a sudden they're in those awkward ages where they can't be home alone yet you're not used to paying i mean right there that's your vacation that's your vacation money and so it's this catch 22 that i just i want to give a fist bump to every mom out there yes. who you know is yes. having those sacrifices or who is all year trying to put away money for that or trying to piece together something between vbs and camps that summer programs and grandparents i mean It's a lot, you know? Right,
0: right. And that can make such a difference as you're planning out what not just what your kids are going to do, but what you as a family can then afford to do to enjoy the summer. It makes such a huge difference. So, Uh, well, I would love to hear from you now that you've kind of gotten your feet wet in this world of balancing time at work, time at home and and entertaining the kids and all of those things. I would really love to hear now that you've tried a few things and you know what hasn't worked. (laughs) Right. Help us to know what you're planning this summer that you hope will be, different and kind of what your philosophy is as you go into the summer with your kiddos as you're working full time.
1: So really my hope, my philosophy is, is that when we are all home together, it can be a more mellow time that we can, you know, there's not going to be homework, so I don't have to worry about that. So that kind of frees up the general attitude for our evening. You know, the evenings aren't going to have to be so scheduled, which is really great. My kids extracurricular activities don't go through the summer. They're not into sports, so we're not having those sorts of things either, so really if I can do a lot of preparation on the front end on the weekends and thinking through what the week looks like and having kind of a plan for what I expect them throughout the day in ways that they can meet those expectations um, then when I walk in the door you know at four o'clock we can just be a family and be mellow together so that's the first one is kind of some forethought. Like I'm having to put a lot more forethought into it than I typically do for much of anything. I'm not a huge planner, overscheduler. Um, I try and it just never works. And so I think for summer, it, it's really crucial to kind of do that so that we can have those pockets in the evening so that the evenings can at least feel like summer, you know, right. for us. And then um, I kind of have a philosophy about food that's changing, you know, just changing some different things. Like we're not going to have big meals every night. We're going to do a lot more DIY meals and do it yourself meals or just popcorn for dinner or ice cream for dinner or cereal for dinner. There's going to be a lot of potato bar night, bar night. Things that like on the weekend, we can make up a bunch, do all the chopping, do all the prep, and then everything's in containers in the fridge and You know, you can bake your own potato, I can make a thing of rice, you know, we can boil up a thing of pasta, you know, because also when, because of how we live, and we live in the country, and we're working on this, this farm, we have to make use of all the daylight sometimes. So Nathan might not come in to eat dinner till nine o'clock. I might be starving when I get home from work (laughs) 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 and so it takes a lot of pressure off of us in the summers I think I think it will be helpful if we kind of just have this very DIY dinner plan for the summer and we are spending more time together so we don't have to have not that the dinners together aren't important still but I just think having that sit down dinner every night of a weeknight doesn't have to be the same as it does during the school year, if that makes sense. It
0: totally makes sense. And you know, as I talked about on the episode 60, that was the awesome of summer, I'm that way too, in the sense that we are so scheduled during the school year, that I am totally fine that a lot of summer nights, it is it's staggered, you know, I might throw something at the twins early, the girls might eat, come in and pick at stuff. And Kyle and I might sit down at 730 on the front porch and eat dinner together. Right. Yeah. And so I'm totally okay with that because for so many months out of the year, it is so regimented and so, like you said, we have all of our systems and all of our routines in place. So for me, the summer is the time to just be like, whatever, who cares? Mm -hmm. So. I yeah. think that is a great philosophy <laughs> for all families in the summer if you can swing it.
1: <laughs> if you can swing it. And sometimes, and it does take a little extra preparation, I think, if you're working, you know, because you're not home in the day to kind of get things ready or to look at the fridge, you know, one o'clock and be like, yeah, I should at least like throw something in the crock pot at 10 a.m. or whatever. You exactly. Know? So it, it may take a little extra, but I think it's going to really pay off for that to be one less thing that I am stressed about and, and worrying about, you know, so yeah, and I have these teenage boys. So yeah, food, one of my big concerns. <laughs> I can only imagine yeah, when
0: I yeah. look at how much my twins who are boys, when I look at yeah. how much they eat at three years old, I'm like, I don't even know, like, I'll, I I can't even <laughs> imagine what our grocery budget will be when they're preteens and teenagers. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have and um, actually one of the things I was just thinking about doing is having a Rubbermaid tub that has the food that they can eat in it while I'm, you know, all the dry goods. And pretty much this is what you have Monday through Friday. And if you run out of it, by wednesday right then i don't know what you're going to eat so you're gonna <laughs> have to be responsible you know and it's only what's in here and i know what's in the pantry and if you take out you know my special chips <laughs> whatever <laughs> right. it is, yes i'm gonna know so because they will take a whole thing of trail mix like a, a big like a not a gallon but like a half gallon of trail mix to their playroom and just eat it yes okay. it
0: is <laughs> gone know, like, yes can i
1: have that seven dollars then please because <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so yes. yeah so i I think that's one of the things I'm gonna do is is I'm gonna have a tub of their basically their lunch and their snacks that are shelf stable and it's really up to them how they and that's a good budget learning thing for them too to learn how to gauge what they're eating and how much they're eating and and noticing you know the cost of things and just to say this is all you have for the week so how are you gonna manage that?
0: <laughs> that's a good idea. That's really yeah, good. Yeah. yeah.
1: So your kids
0: are on the older end of the scale now. Your oldest yep. is 16, and so something we've talked about several times on sort of awesome is this debate about screen time. So since your boys are going to be home this mm-hmm. summer, I was wondering if you had adjusted expectations, you know, you see this time of year, you see all different kinds of little like checklists of things that you have to do before you can tackle screen time. Do you, yeah. do you have something like that planned for your boys? Or what yeah, once, the, yeah. once they get up into the older years, when they're really needing to kind of start managing their time on their own to prepare right. for leaving home and all of those things. I would love to hear any insights that you have on that.
1: Yeah. So this has been something I have really thought about and tried to figure out because one of the things last year, like I said, is I would come home and they would be zombies and nothing would be done. And then they would be cranky because their face had been in a screen. And I don't know if everybody else's kids experienced this, but My kids can only handle so much before they are just like cranky, impatient zombies. And I guess it's like the instant gratification that they're getting while they're playing the game, you know, and the way your brain is. I'm sure there's amazing science behind all that, but they get off the stuff and they're just like, you know, cranky, impatient, sullen, you know, surly children. And that's not good for any of us. So this year, what I'm going to do, and I've really thought about it. I looked at the Disney Circle and it's a great product. But for us, the issue is our kids have phones. Yes. And you know, you can manage the wireless, but not the network. Mm-hmm. And so they're gonna they're gonna get around me and then they're gonna end up using all the network and then there's gonna be a big fight about we're over our minutes and <laughs> Yes. Yeah, right. Like over our data and who's fine. We have to inspect everybody's data. And it's just, that would be a nightmare. And really what I'm trying to get away from is being too much of a helicopter parent and having to manage them too much for both my sanity and their sanity. They need some personal responsibility and I need to not spend my whole summer micromanaging everything. Exactly. You know, that just that we all need that. So what we have decided to do is every day they're going to have a list of chores and some of them are going to be their normal chores and some of them are going to be special chores, kind of depending on what's going on. They have until a certain time in the afternoon to get them done. They have to send me a picture to prove that (gasps) they have done it. That's so smart, Jerusalem. You're using technology (laughs) to help you in this fight with technology. I love it. And if they have to, like, clean a whole room, they can FaceTime me and, like, show me the whole Uh room or send me a video, you know, like if I'm in a meeting or something. So they have to prove it to me. And the thing is, is if they don't send me the pictures by that certain time in the afternoon, if I don't have, you know, video proof or or picture proof, then they do not get to have any media time the rest of the day. Like once I get home, because then I can enforce it. Let's just be honest. There's very little I can enforce. Right. When I'm away. Right. The other thing is, regardless, when I get home and I've kind of like unplugged and changed my clothes and gotten comfortable and Nathan gets home, then everybody puts their screens up and we yeah. have a big block of where no one's on the screens that's when we go work in the garden together we go play in the pool we read we just chill whatever everyone has to make their own fun but pretty much from the time we get home from work until it's dark which is a good chunk in the summer it is you know that's a good five hours or so unless we're watching a family movie or like I'm really into vintage TV for the summer like I think watching Bewitched and I Dream a Genie feels so summery to me so I love it yeah yeah, you know like because that's the kind of stuff you'd watch it like your grandparents Paranormal. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, like, unless we're doing something kind of nostalgic like that, that's in, a, in front of a screen where it's a family thing, and all the screens are going to be up and no video games, no iPad, no phones, um, and just be together and be home and be in the yard because that is the time that I am there. I can interact with them, I can manage it, I can watch what they're doing. And if they have done everything they were supposed to do in the day, I'll come home to a clean house. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yes. There won't be any argument about, I just, can I have five more minutes? Because they'll know that that's the cutoff time. And then if they did everything when, basically when it's dark and Nathan and I go to bed, we'll be like, here's your, you know, you can go get back on the Xbox or whatever and play and stay up late because because it's, it's summer. It's yes, exactly. summer. That's of fun Yeah, you know. Um, also, I figure like the later they sleep in the less than they're on their device. So, you it's know, very
0: clever, <laughs> very smart. Yes. Yeah. So
1: that like shortens the window of how much time that they're on a device when I'm not home. Yes. Um, <laughs> so and then we'll just do phone checks like we do periodically. Anyway, they turn them in and it, and we don't ever tell them when it's going to be. So we just take their phones and, and scroll through them to make sure everything's okay. And uh, they're not doing anything. They're talking to anybody they shouldn't be or whatever, but sure. we don't have a problem with that. That um, is so you know. smart. I yeah.
0: love that. I think those are really good strategies and really good tips, even for those of us who maybe are not working full time outside of the home right now, just to kind of file away for when our kids are moving into that stage of life. Yeah, I may even have my girls do the thing because they like to take pictures. They have old iPhones that they kind of use as iPods, but they have little texting apps. And so I may have them um, send me pictures are proof of their <laughs> doing their chores, even though I'm right here, just to, right, you know, for right. the novelty of it. So <laughs> I love it. Love yes. it, love it. <laughs> that is so smart. Well, I love this. And I know that there are so many moms who are working, like I said, in all kinds of ways across the spectrum of what we as women do as we are raising our kids. So I know so many people are going to want to talk to you a little bit more about this. Remind us where we can find you all around social media, all around the web.
1: So my website's JerusalemGreer.com and that is also um, my handle on Twitter instagram and my facebook page is jerusalem jackson greer um, so you can that's my professional page but if you go to my website jerusalemGreer.com, you can find me anywhere and if anybody wants to start a conversation about this in this sort of awesome hangout group please do and i i'm on the group and i love to interact so i'd be happy to, to chat with anybody on there
0: okay thanks so much for being here today jerusalem yeah, this is welcome. so helpful this is a great conversation thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time Thanks for listening to Extra Awesome. Show notes for this and every episode are available at sortaawesomeshow.com. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sortaawesomemeg, and you can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com/sortaawesome. Until next time, stay awesome, my friends.